This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Department of Corrections has released an update when it comes to the inmate worker strike that has been going on in all of the major prison facilities here in Alabama. Five of the 15 facilities are still under a full strike by the inmate workers, while 10 have seen a partial return to workers providing meal services. Inmates primarily work in the food services and laundry areas of those facilities. During this strike, the full-time staff within the ADOC only delivered two meals a day to the inmates, calling it the holiday meal plan. That is due to the lack of help within the facility. This all began on September 26th with a list of demands coming from the inmates. State officials, along with Governor Ivey, have reviewed that list and called it unreasonable. One of the aides for Alabama Congressman Barry Moore is now facing fraud charges. A Geneva County grand jury issued the indictments against Sherry McCormick this past Monday. In 2017, McCormick had other fraud charges issued against her. This occurred before McCormick took on a job with Congressman Moore. She actually served eight months in a federal prison for the false insurance claims that totaled $500,000 back in 2017. Congressman Moore released a statement on this recent development in McCormick's case, saying he believes this is a matter of a misunderstanding that will be resolved in the legal process. McCormick first joined Moore's political campaign in 2020 and then became a staff member when Moore was elected for the first time to the Congressional District 2 office. And Alabama's two Republican senators say the use of credit card companies to code and track any gun or ammunition purchases is an attempt to restrict the Second Amendment rights of Americans. Both Senators Tommy Tuberville and Richard Shelby signed on to a letter that was sent to the president of Amalgamated Bank, Priscilla Sims Brown. This is regarding the new merchant category code that has been recently created by Amalgamated Bank to specifically identify and track those engaging in a gun or ammunition purchase with a credit card. The senators say that the International Standards Organization based out of Switzerland is pushing an anti-firearm agenda by targeting and surveilling and discouraging those who are selling or buying guns. The letter is suggesting that Congress will be weighing in on this issue and providing oversight to credit card companies and banks here in the U.S. who seek to go around the democratic process and create further regulations and restrictions for gun retailers. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall has joined other state attorneys general in objecting to this new merchant code, which he says effectively creates a gun list or registry of those purchasing new guns. And speaking of Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall, the Alabama Supreme Court has handed his office a victory when it comes to the defining of what electronic bingo really is. The court unanimously agreed with the state of Alabama against Epic Tech LLC, The case involves the Southern Star, Whitehall, and Victory Land casinos and their use of electronic bingo in Lowndes and Macon counties. Marshall contended that the name is misleading and is nothing more than a video slot machine, which is gambling that is prohibited by Alabama law. The Alabama Supreme Court has enjoined those casinos from continuing to engage in the illegal gambling activities that are at issue. The CEO of Green Track, Luther Wynn Jr., says the track will cease to use the machines. A preliminary hearing in Mobile results in a judge finding probable cause against a suspect in the shooting death of a young teen whose mother has a million followers on the TikTok app. The case will now go to a grand jury for consideration of the next steps. Reuben Gully is being charged with murdering Randon Lee at a gas station back in June of this year. 
Randon Lee's mother is Ophelia Nichols, who goes by Mama Tot on TikTok. Randon Lee was apparently meeting two people at that gas station to sell them marijuana. Gully is alleged to be one of those customers. And here is the third and final conversation that I had with Pat Ellis of the Eagle Forum of Alabama. A week ago, Ellis wrote an article for 1819 News in order to help make Alabama parents more aware of the sex education curriculum that is being imported into Alabama schools from the federal government. Ellis has sounded the alarm on the contents within this curriculum, and she says it does not align with most Alabamians' values when it comes to their kids learning about sex. Are schools required to put some of this curriculum on a website for easy access for parents? You know, not that I'm aware of. That's another thing that needs to be addressed, Andrea, is uh, some type of transparency act on the state level. There really is uh, federal law, the Protection of Pupil Rights Amendment, already um, passed many years ago that people are unaware of that requires schools to give parents uh, any and all information that is provided to their children during the school day or after school. Um, so that's already on the books, but, and when the, you know, parent goes to the school, if the school, you know, hesitates giving them that information, they can say, this is a federal law. You are, you know, defying federal law by not giving me this information. You know, and I, I want to add that um, these programs, we know they're in Alabama, but that of course doesn't necessarily mean that it, they're in every child's school. We pray that they aren't. But something's in there. And, and it's, it's really, I think, important to find out exactly what your child is being taught. You know, I have two sons, and I found out from raising them that what's um, presented them to in the schools, they don't question because that's just part of school. So, you know, parents might think this would raise a red flag with your child. And some it does. Some you know, children would say, you know, this is strange, you know, being uh, expressed at the school. But um, most kids, they just think that's part of my school day and accept it. What would you like to see that would shore up the parental right uh, in schools to determine what their kids are being shown and taught about sex education, which very much uh, interlinks with religious beliefs and faith and, and all of that? Well, that's a great question. And what I'd love to see is a state transparency law where, and with teeth, with consequences, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not followed. Of course, you know, once children see this stuff, it can't be unseen. But I think the beginning of every school year, every parent should have the right to see this type of thing. It should be sent home to them. They shouldn't have to, you know, take off work to go down to the school to sit there and review it. Um, But I think we need a really good transparency law with no holes, with teeth, with real consequences. That could either be a a teacher being terminated, having funding, um, you know, stopped at schools that do, you know, promote these type of things and have these type of programs in their classrooms. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, power has been restored to the majority of Floridians that were affected by the recent rampage of Hurricane Ian. Governor Ron DeSantis praised the electric company linemen for standing at the ready before the storm entered that state. If you think about the 42,000 linemen that were stationed when the storm hit, 
Uh, and at that time, I mean, they were stationed everywhere. But uh, when they first got here, I mean, you figure the last trucks probably started arriving first thing Tuesday morning because the storm was coming in at least southern, southwestern Florida. Uh, so maybe a little later in the day Tuesday, not knowing where the storm would necessarily go. You know, they were able to fleet all across the state immediately. And we had people uh, first thing Thursday morning in a lot of the places where the storm had passed. So we appreciate that. I've been able to meet with linemen from all across the country who are here in Florida helping out. And to have, I think today, they'll pass over 2 million restore restorations. The current number of residents in that state without power is now under a million. Well, here's a fascinating report from the New York Post and the Associated Press. Apparently in the past few years, there's been a massive migration of political party members from one major party to the other. The AP is now reporting that in 43 states, 1 million registered Democrats have since dropped that party affiliation and have become registered Republicans. Republicans and Democrats are now tied at having one quarter each of registered voters here in the U.S. with independent voters comprising half of all registered voters. One of the reasons that people are dumping one party and moving to the next has been listed as woke ideology, as well as the increase of censorship to those who offer political dissent and the adoption of new words and titles to continually delineate different races and ethnicities. Well, speaking of going woke, the state of California is now making a play for children to come to their state to get transgender surgery or hormone replacement drugs, whether their parents like it or not. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill into law that defines that state as a sanctuary for minors seeking medical and psychological treatment for gender dysphoria. The bill provides temporary emergency jurisdiction of that state over the care of a minor in order for them to get gender-affirming health care. The sponsor of the bill referred to other states, like Alabama, as being states that are criminalizing kids and families by having laws against gender surgeries for those under the age of 19, and also claiming that these states are spreading hate across the nation. The California Family Council warned the governor before he signed that bill and then released a statement following his signature, saying that the state should brace for an onslaught of lawsuits from state attorneys general who are seeking to address one of the gravest threats to parental rights in recent years and also stop California from becoming complicit in the taking or stealing of a child without parental knowledge or consent. Over on the East Coast, the FBI is being taken to task by Texas Congressman and former Judge Louis Gohmert. Gomer has apparently talked to whistleblowers from within the FBI, and he talked about it on Newsmax. Rob, I'm hearing from more FBI agents, people in the Justice Department almost every day, and they are talking about the corruption and the way in which the Department of Justice and the FBI are being manipulated and used to intimidate I mean, under our Constitution, you and the courts have made it clear you cannot punish people before they're actually found guilty. And this Justice Department has gone to the old Nazi way of intimidating, of trying to manipulate and scare people into doing exactly what they said, no matter how unconstitutional it is. The congressman also went so far as to suggest that there is sexual perversion that is being committed at the highest levels of leadership in the FBI and then being leveraged against those who participate. If you're involved in sexual improprieties, well, then uh, for your benefit, you need to be on the top floor of the FBI 
where the, the command center is because they seem to get away with things that the rank-and-file field agents don't. On Monday, former President Donald Trump filed a lawsuit against cable news outlet CNN for defamation. Trump is seeking $475 million in damages for what his lawyers describe as a campaign of libel and slander against Trump for fear of him running for president again in 2024. The federal lawsuit was filed in court in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The lawsuit listed all the names that CNN has tried to use against Trump, calling him racist, a Russian lackey, an insurrectionist, and even Hitler. The lawsuit also says that CNN ignored any positive stories regarding Trump, and the lawyers say all of this negative news on Trump proves that CNN was seeking to leverage its position as a news source to influence viewers and voters. CNN has not made a public statement regarding this lawsuit. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Alabama Unfiltered Podcast with hosts Scott Beeson, Allison Sinclair, and Amy Beth Shaver as they talk to Jared Hudson about sheriff elections being the last line of defense. There's been a lot of talk about constitutional sheriffs lately. Here's why I look at it. For me, uh, especially being a Christian, I don't care if you're if you go to church with me on Sunday, if you're an atheist that believes exactly the opposite of what I believe, if you're Republican, Democrat, black, white, gay, straight, I don't care what you are. My job is to uphold your constitutional rights, right. life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, right. uh, as Jefferson outlined, life, liberty, and property, as Locke outlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my job is to uphold those that's outlined mm-hmm. in the federal constitution, the state constitution, uh, to the best of my ability. And that that's against two different, that's against a tyrant in government. Or a criminal on the street. Either one. My job is to to uphold the citizens of my county's constitutional rights, no matter if I agree with them or not. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 